Blood Brothers podcast with Ben Steiger and Eric Metz. Today we're going to talk about the topic of busyness and the impact it has on our lives and in our culture. So Ben, what do you think about busyness and how do you struggle with busyness? Well, you know, it's timely. Uh, I don't know for sure when this episode will air, whether it'll be before the end of the year or next, early next year, but nonetheless, it's timely as we consider uh, what the next year looks like. You know, it's such a gift to be able to take a step back and consider, man, how am I using my time? How am I using my resources? How am I using what God has given me? And what does that look like? And uh, for so many, busyness robs people of purpose. I absolutely hate the word busy. Hate it. I hate it when I find myself in that position where, where I'm busy. I hate it when I hear people say, oh, I'm so busy. You know, the, I call them the rah-rahs. You know, they, they, they get excited that their life is so busy. And uh, what I find when I am busy is that I'm not living on purpose for a purpose. You know, God created us each on purpose, for a purpose, and in his image. And uh, I find that when I'm busy, I'm being thrust to and fro by the waves of this world. And instead of living on purpose, I'm reacting. And man, I hate that, you know, and I hate constantly being on my heels. Like, like I just got a punch on the chin and, and I had to react to this and react to that and back and forth. And I find myself exhausted, overwhelmed, and definitely not living on purpose and gasping for breath. And uh, my relationship with Myla, my wife suffers, my relationship with my children suffer, my position and my ministry suffer, my relationship with friends and those that I disciple. And uh, man, I hate being busy. And uh, there's an acronym that, uh, that David Moss shared with me a couple of weeks ago. He said, busy, you know, being under Satan's yoke. And uh, dude, I believe, I believe there's so much truth in that, but yet in a world that celebrates being busy, you know, like, like that is, that is, a good thing. And uh, it's something that we want our kids to be, you know, if they're, if they're busy, they're, they're not into bad things. You know, uh, if we're busy at work, we're being productive and, you know, it's just, it's all a lie. But, uh, so you asked me and that, that's what I have to say about it. But, uh, what, what do you think about, uh, busyness? You, you hit the nail on the head with the stealing of the joy and purpose, stealing of relationships and stealing of, you know, relationship with God and our families, et cetera. It steals that. And I think our culture is, is under almost this, I won't say spell, but it's definitely a, a mindset of that is what you have to do to be successful, to be important, to be whatever, fill in the blank. Yeah. And that's where I struggle with busyness is it, it draws me in and, I want to feel important and I want to feel worthy and get approval from others. And that's where, you know, I struggle with busyness because I want to keep up with society and I want to be success viewed as successful. And that's part of it is I think we get into the busyness mindset because we want to either please others. We want to get approval. Mm. I know that I'll say it, that's my, my issue is I want to get approval from others. I'm doing this because of other people or I want my kids involved because I want my kids to be perceived as successful, et cetera. And so how much of our busyness, and this is a question for, for you, me, and everybody, how much of our busyness is for us or for other people? And I think that is something that I wrestle with and have to ask myself, 
am I saying yes to this thing for me or for them or for others or for others approval? And so that's what, what comes to mind initially. And, and it's a struggle. And I, even just this week, you know, the holidays are, have been come and gone here this last few weeks. And I would say I failed this, this holiday season, really preparing my heart, you know, for, for Christmas in a way that I would want to for the Lord versus being all focused on gifts and family and traveling and things like that. And like, so yeah, it's a struggle and it's not easy for sure. Whether you're busy for others validation, you know, of you look at that guy, that guy's a hustler, man. He's really getting it done. Whether it's being busy for uh, others trying to, to fix or trying to steer and control whether it's busy for uh, your own pursuit of vanity, you know, whatever that is through material possessions or through your body or, or whatever, uh, man, it's, it's all such a lie. And uh, gosh, I don't have time to be busy. (laughs) You know, like, like think about that just a minute. I don't have time to be busy. All right. When we're busy, we are wasting the gift of time that God has given us. And uh, I'd like to chat some about, all right, so man, we recognize that busyness is something that that isn't healthy. I don't know that everybody agrees with that, you know, and it's a matter of perspective, right? You know, there's a, there's a full life, there's living on purpose. There, there's a schedule that is full. There's a calendar that is full. There, there are lives that are full. I like having my life full, but defined with the best things, not, not a good thing, not okay thing, but, but the best things and included in that is rest. And so, all right, if we agree that busyness leads to overwhelmment, leads to stress, leads to this, that, and the other that are just not good. Uh, what do we, what do we do about that? But let's first, uh, Eric, what, what, what is some scripture, you know, that speaks to the unhealthiness of, of busyness? Yeah, the first thing that pops off uh, in my mind is the Mary and Martha story. I've, the Lord's brought me back to this story uh, again and again. It's in Luke 10, 38 to 42, if anybody wants to look it up. But the, the quick summary of it is Martha invites Jesus over in, and the disciples into her home. And she starts working and being busy and preparing things like a host hostess would. You know, not, nothing she's doing is wrong or bad. But she finds her sister Mary at the feet of Jesus and just listening to him and being with Jesus. And Martha kind of gets upset and comes over and addresses that with Jesus and says, Hey, can you have Mary help me? I'm busting my butt over here, you know, getting things ready for food or whatever she's doing. And the scripture says, quote, distracted with much serving. And I was like, man, that hit me hard when I was reading that, that Martha was distracted with much serving and how good things can really distract us from what's important. And then Jesus goes on and tells Martha, Mary has chosen the better thing to do at this point in this moment. Not that serving and giving food and being a great hostess is wrong or bad, but it's not going to be taken away from Mary if she decides to spend time with the Lord versus, you know, serving. And so that to me is a very convicting story. And, and even that, that phrase distracted with much serving 
convicts me because I have like a ton of desires that I want to go do and accomplish. And, you know, this podcast being one of them, and I had to prioritize this podcast over other things that I feel like God wants me to do. But this is my number one thing that I enjoy and want to pursue and, and feel like he's calling me to. And I've got to say no to other things. And so we've got to remember too, if we say yes to one thing, we're actually saying no to other things, whether we realize it or not. And sometimes yet we need to say yes to some things and, and say right. no to some yep. other stuff. But I would, I would challenge our listeners, if you're saying yes to busyness or whatever these activities or things are that make your schedule busy, what are you saying no to? Are you saying no to spending time with the Lord? Are you spending, saying no to spending time with your spouse or your kids? Um, are you saying no to rest, which is important as well? So just a challenge there. But that scripture comes to mind. But what about you, Ben? What Any other scriptures pop off the page to you in this topic? I'm not going to go to specific scripture. You know, that was definitely uh, some scripture at the top of my mind. But uh, just thinking about the Sabbath and about how, man, there, there is a, a process that God designed. And part of that process is to take some time and rest, set it aside to allow him to just renew your mind and strengthen your body. And uh, so many people struggle to... Uh, take a Sabbath, to take it serious because they feel like they have to produce. I mean, I got one more thing to do. And if I can take this day and this time and accomplish the, all these extra things, I'll get ahead. What a crock of crap, man. We will never get ahead in this world when our eyes are set on the things that we can do. Never. Man, our eyes need to be on Jesus. And, you know, it's sad because normally the first thing that goes when we get busy is Jesus. And our time with him, instead of making our life revolve around being in his word, communing with him, worship and serving and all those things, we get busy and, oh, I don't have time so for that. And it, it, it's such a lie from hell because the deal is, is that when we spend time with Jesus, we calibrate our system. We align ourselves with the cross. We align ourselves with the father and all of a sudden he's able to permeate our being to the point where we recognize, wait a second, I don't have time to do this. That's, that's a good thing, but maybe it's not the best thing. We, we've been known as a ministry to make some radical decisions, to cut off things that are so good. I mean, things that are making a significant impact to cut them off for things that are so much better, for things that, that God has given us a vision to recognize, man, all right, this is good, but what's leading to the most depth, what's leading to the most freedom is something else. And we have to be willing to cut things off. We have to be able to take something good and cut it off for what is best, even if uh, it's difficult, even if that good thing is profitable, whether it's finances, whether it's relational, uh, whatever it is, we have to be willing to cut off a good thing for the best thing. Because there's so many good opportunities out there. Hey, Eric, will you come coach your, your son's basketball team? Hey, Eric, will you come serve here at church? Hey, Eric, will you lead this group? Hey, Eric, will you lead this committee at work? Hey, Eric, you know, this, that, and the other. Uh, all of a sudden, we're, our schedules are full with good things. And we're no longer able to operate on purpose. 
the thing that keeps coming back up when I have spent time with the Lord and have been listening and prayer journaling is rest, trust, do. First, I need to rest and start my day with him, mm. just sitting at his feet, listening, worshiping, praying, whatever, reading the word, rest in him, trust in him throughout the day, and then go do what he's calling me to do. But if we get those things out of order and we start doing first, and then we try to rest, and then we try to trust, it's just out of order. And I felt like he was giving mm. me that rest, trust, do as a as a mode of operation in order to be healthy and to and to know as I'm trusting him, I'll know. And as I'm connecting with him, I'll know what to say yes to and what to say no to. And I'll have the strength to do it as well because I'll there be filled go. with him yeah. and his spirit to be able to make those decisions. But if I'm not connecting with him because I'm so busy, yeah. then I get all out of whack and everything gets crazy. There's a guy that used to be a pastor and he's now um, – He's in the business world, but he's also speaking. And my wife and him were speaking at this one mental health conference. And his topic was meditation. And he, he equated busyness and just the chaos of our life as like, you know, the spinning bat like exercise at the baseball games where they like spin on a bat. They put their heads on a bat and they spin yeah. like three or four times. And then like they try to run to first base or whatever. I love watching those. <laughs> yeah, it's hilarious, isn't it? Um, but he's like, you know, Life can be chaotic like that and cause us to get spun out of whack. But when we spend time with the Lord, when we meditate on Him, when we kind of get centered on Him, then we're we're no longer doing the dizzy bat exercise. We are able to run to first base like He's calling us to. So just wanted to throw that out there as an analogy for yeah. how life can be and how we need to get centered on Him to be able to make those decisions and right. live on purpose. So. So we recognize we're busy, you know, what, what are some steps that, you know, our listeners who say, wait a second, my life's busy. Uh, what, what are some steps that you think, you know, individuals can take to, to, to live on purpose, to, to take control of the time that God has given them. There's some things that, you know, are out of our control, right? But if we don't have margin, man, we, we get blasted with busyness. What are some things that come to mind for you? The first thing for me, and I'm, I'm more on the planner side, so I'm going to speak to those planners out there that like their life organized and all that. Um, the first thing I would do is... That's good, because I'm the no plan yeah, plan. Yeah, but. we compliment each other very well. Uh, we, um, but you helped me with improv improvisation. Improv improvisation, however you pronounce that. There you go. Improvisation. So hey, um, I like it. You sound like me now. <laughs> yeah, right. I'm the one that stutters all the time. And improvising. I, we'll say improvising. Improvising, yeah. What comes to mind really is is stopping and recognizing that you are busy. You got to know where you're at first, right? You know, you've said it before too, I yep. think, uh, in a previous podcast. You have to first admit that you're lost before you can really then start working mm -hmm. towards finding the way out of the woods. But I would say that same thing for busyness too, yeah. like just stopping and evaluating, am I too busy? Am I, you know, doing too much? Um, uh, some practical tips yeah. that come to mind too is uh, I heard a business uh, leader say that he schedules, and this is a CEO of a company, so he's not just an average sales guy. Like he's a CEO. He only plans 66%, right. two thirds of his calendar. He only puts things on that fill up 
two thirds of his calendar. He leaves one third of his calendar free yeah. for margin. And I'm like, wow, that's an interesting guide to execute. Yeah. Uh, the other thing too is ask if you're married or you have kids or you have a family member or friends. Ask your friends. Am I am I too busy? Am I distracted? Am I, you know, engaging enough with my family and friends? Uh, so those are like three things that come to mind for me. What about you, Ben? What comes to mind for tips and tricks to get out of busyness? Yeah. Well, first, uh, we we made it clear that uh, you know the the enemy wants to isolate us and get us away from our focus on the father. Uh, so first and foremost, uh, you know, I am the vine, you are the branches, you know, Jesus tells us abide in me and I will abide in you. That's truth. Align yourself with the father and he's going to be with you. He's going to speak to you. He's going to guide and direct you. You have to be willing to follow and be obedient. Uh, but you know, the scripture tells us draw near to me and I will draw near to you. And so uh, I think that's first key is to spend some time with Jesus every day throughout the day, moments of the day, more Jesus, uh, get you something. All right. Uh, You know, when I think about uh, margin, you have to have margin. You know, I agree completely uh, with what you shared, you know, that, that don't jam pack your schedule that you can't take some time to love on somebody to pull away from what you had planned, uh, to be able to invest in your marriage or your kids or your brother or your sister, your friend, your mom, your dad, whatever it is, man, we're the hands and feet of Christ. And we found ourselves bound and gagged because we're freaking so busy because we filled our schedule with this, that, and the other, that we're not able to do what God's called us to do. We're not able to do what he's given us the ability to do. So create some margin, get out a machete and hack some stuff off, pray over it, say, Father, this is what I got going on. Uh, some of it, most of it is it's all good stuff and I'm having a hard time deciding what needs to go. Well, let me tell you, if you have your kid in this sport and that sport, in this league and that league going here, going there, gosh, guys, so many people have bought into that, yeah. that lie of success. And what are you teaching your children? What are we teaching yeah. our children? All right. Busyness is not good. All right. Put God's kingdom first, get to church on Sundays, make that a priority. Um, you know, consider how you use electronics. Uh, our phone robs us of so much time emails and text and social media and this, that, and the other. I'm reading this book called Deep Work. Uh, I forget the author's name. It's an incredible book. Uh, but it's just talking about uh, the value of unplugging and having your focus on something with undistracted time so that, man, busyness isn't robbing you of what God wants to bring to those around you, through you. And, uh, man, we have to intentionally, uh, align ourselves with the father. We need to unplug and, uh, man, we need to ask the father to experience the joy that he wants, uh, us to, to live and to walk in. That doesn't mean that we're always happy, but joy says that it is well with my soul in the highs and in the lows. And, uh, that's what I want, you know, for those who, who listen is to recognize that, man, even when things get tough, even when things are hard, we can say it as well with our soul. We can find joy 
in the salvation of Jesus Christ. But, uh, you know, so uh, we talked about busyness. We talked about, you know, scripture that, that supports uh, not being busy. Uh, we talked about, you know, some steps that we can take if we find ourselves busy. But, man, we, we got to be careful here, all right? Because there's some people that are so busy doing the wrong thing that they're not doing the right thing, right? Yeah. And there, there's a lie in there. It's like a catch 22, but some people need to get off their freaking butts. Sure. And, and not, I'm not, I'm not going to use the word get busy, but they need to get to work using what God's given them. What do you think about that? Apathy is the word that comes to mind. Yeah. Um, people, some people are apathetic and, and, you know, there may be some listeners here that, you know, are struggling for a job and we get that and, you know, things like that. But there are also some people that aren't pursuing work and aren't pursuing what is God calling me to do. And they're spending too much time in front of the TV or on their phones or whatever. And so there's some apathy, I believe, that's out there in our culture that is also unhealthy as well. So obviously everything's a spectrum, almost everything's a spectrum. And so you've got your busyness on one side and you've got your apathy on the other side. And so obviously the middle is where we want that balance and that we're encouraging our listeners to pursue. But um, it was funny though. I had a, listening to a pastor. Uh, this is back in the early 2000s, dating myself a little bit here, but he had a free cassette tape ministry where he would send out free cassette tapes to anybody that just requested one. Well, there was one time he was speaking about uh, just following the Lord and and he was joking about how some men need to read the book of Job and get off their butts and, and find a, find a, right. find a job. So it was hilarious. Just laughed out loud when I yeah. heard that, but really just want to encourage men here to, to evaluate themselves kind of back to what I said earlier about kind of figuring out where you're at. I would ask some other people too, like, do you yeah. think I need to do more? Do you think I need to, you know, pursue God more or pursue God in a certain way or serve in a certain way? And if you're not serving in some fashion, if you're just going to work and that's all you're doing and you're not really doing much else, I know some jobs are like crazy, stressful and busy and it's not a, almost not an option to serve, but yeah. I would encourage you to serve in some way, whether that's, you know, serving your neighbors, serving at church, serving in some fashion, because when we give and we're generous, God shows up, God uses us for his, for his kingdom. We can find ways to plug in it and, you know, obviously church, and there's many ways you can serve at a church. But a part of our purpose is to serve in some fashion because other people and serving other people is an element of our purpose. And so I encourage you to consider, you know, where should I serve? Where should I pursue the kingdom and serving God and in, uh, in the local community, wherever that is? doesn't have to be a church, but find somewhere to plug in. Yeah. So what about you, Ben? Any yeah. thoughts there? No, absolutely. Uh, I, I think you nailed it, man. You know, I started the podcast talking about, uh, man, here we are at the, the cusp of a new year. Mm -hmm. And uh, it is such a gift that we have for those, for those who are given it, you know, that recognize I got a new yeah. year. And, you know, people, a lot of people say, oh, forget that new year crap, new year resolution crap, forget that. Uh, I mean, I think it's a beautiful gift that uh, praise God for his grace and his mercy that we're able to say, crap, I'm really screwing up here. 
I'm really using my time poorly here. I'm using my, my gifting or my lack thereof uh, gifting because I'm not stepping into it uh, poorly. And, uh, and I just want to encourage our listeners to take some time, take a step back. I'm a big goals guy. I love goals, uh, short-term one year or less, midterm one to three years and uh, long-term goals, five years or less. And, uh, I like working backwards. You know, I like to set my long-term goals and then work backwards. All right. In the next five years, I'll likely be a grandparent and man, I want to be able to engage and be an active role in my grandchildren's life. All right. In order for that to happen, I need to be an active, uh, intentionally invested individual in my children's life, which of course I want. Uh, all right. And so working backwards, what needs to happen for that to, to be true? Uh, man, I need to arrange my finances so that I don't have to work all the time, or I need to arrange my hobbies, or I need to arrange where I live or, you know, this, that, and the other. And, you know, some of that's out of my control, but what is in my control, I need to be willing to uh, take a look at. I mean, I want, in, in five years, I want to be able to travel Europe with Myla. She's had this dream to just backpack, just travel across the, the trains and backpacking Europe. And well, in order to do that, man, I need to save up some money. I need to uh, make sure that Myla's and I's relationship you know, is healthy. I need to stay, I need to physically stay healthy and all these different things. And at the end of the day, uh, my greatest goal always is, man, I want to love God with everything. And that's reflected through the fruit of the spirit, love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. Those are, those are constant litmus tests in my life. And it's also something I use to gauge my purpose. All right. If, if I'm failing at those chances are I've gotten busy, I've gotten distracted and, uh, and I need to, to tweak some things. So that's good. Yeah. Well, Ben, anything else do you want to share? You want to wrap things up? Yeah, man, let's, uh, let's wrap some things up. You know, you and I have been talking, uh, back and forth about, uh, busyness and about how full life is. And, you know, the podcast is something incredible. It's something that I get excited about every chance we get a time to, to connect. Uh, but we've realized that, uh, it's something that, uh, man, we're, we're constantly catching up. And so in order to bring the best thing, you know, we've decided we need to take off some time to get ahead. And uh, so we're not cramming. All right. So, so that's a, a very uh, applicable way that, that we're dealing with business in our own life. For, for our listeners, uh, we're taking off the month of January, right? And we'll re-engage in, in February. Uh, but we want to bring excellence. We want to bring uh, our best selves. Uh, and we can't just keep cramming things in. Uh, we'd like to get a few episodes ahead and uh, be able to offer uh, a little more. So exactly. Yep. That's the tentative plan and that's uh, what we're going to pursue. And, and, uh, we really want to make sure we're bringing good content and, and, um, uh, bringing good solid value. I believe we have already, but we also want to continue that trend and with life and with, you yeah. know, Ben in ministry, me working still a full-time job, it's, 
There are times our schedules don't overlap. And so we want to make sure that when we are able to connect and able to do this, that we're bringing you guys the best content we can. So, so thanks again for listening to us. As per usual, in the show notes, you have ways to connect with us. You've got ways on Instagram, Facebook, as well as our website. We also have a page on the website for the podcast, so you can check that out as well. We also want to encourage you guys to rate and review our podcast, share it with people. If this you think this could encourage somebody, go ahead and share it with them. You know, encourage them, hey, just something we we uh, listen to yeah. and want to share it with you along your journey and hopefully it's helpful. But again, this is just a tool and a tool belt in order to influence and encourage others in their walk with the Lord. So with that, thanks again for listening and have a great day. Amen.